Making waves. 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 This is the Making Waves VO Podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Oh my gosh, Randy's in the room. Randy is in the room. Bobby, this is exciting stuff. We're doing the Making Waves VO podcast presented by FullCompass.com, and we have an amazing guest. How do you feel about this, Bobby? One of your uh, lady crushes, right? Yeah, I'm a bit fangirling today. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to lie. Well, let's not not hold her up anymore. I'm going to let her into the room, okay? Okay. Here we go. (laughs) And her... Her Zoom picture is her behind a turntable. <laughs> I love it. This is so exciting. What I love about this gal is she got her start in radio just like we did. She's been yep. the live voice of the Oscars, the Super Bowl, the Emmys, the Tonys, and most recently, she became the first female announcer for ABC's Nightline. Ladies and gentlemen, the iconic Randy Thomas. Hey. Hey, 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 Kevin. Hey, Bobby. So nice to be with you guys. Thanks for being on, Randy. So we all come from radio backgrounds. Um, I, I, I was in radio in Miami for 10 years. Where did you work in Miami? Wait, what were the years? I was there from 94 to 04. Oh, okay. So that was well after I left. I went there in 1976. And uh, the first station that wound up hiring me was... Uh, WQAM. Tom Pittman took WQAM into a AC Top 40 AM thing. So I think they hired me. And then I got on uh, Zeta 4. And then I was at uh, Waxy for uh, a bunch of years. Waxy 106 with Greg Budell and Rick Shaw. And then my last station was WSHE. Uh, I wow. got I got married while I was there, and then my husband moved out to L.A. He had an artist he was getting a record deal for. So WSHE didn't want me to leave, so they would once a month fly me out on a Friday wow. to L.A. I'd stay with my husband all weekend, and I'd take the red eye back Sunday night, get back to Fort Lauderdale and be on the air from 10 to 3, my midday shift. They would do that. And after a few months, I was like, I can't do this. I, I've just got to go. And that I did. That a hard schedule. Yeah. So then we moved here. I moved to L.A. in 1986. Okay. So um, my program director for a while was Robert W. Walker. You know Rob, right? Of course. Yeah. One of my crazy favorite humans. Now, what station? Was that at Y100? No, it was after he had left radio to do voiceover and production. It was at WKIS, the country station. Oh, sure. Yeah, wow. I was there for 10 years and as Gator. Gator was my radio name. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a blast down there uh, doing radio. Now, how did you, let's transition. How did you make the leap from radio to voiceover, Randy? Well, I wish I uh, said that it was all according to plan, (laughs) but (laughs) when I was a DJ, I honestly didn't think that big. Uh, I thought about maybe being like Mary Turner and getting a syndicated, you know, show like Mm -hmm. off the record or something like that. 
But when uh, actually early in my career, though, I was at WPLJ. That was my uh, second station I worked for in New York. And I did 6 to 10 at night. And um, Dan Ingram was on uh, WABC across the hall. And he would get off uh, in the evening. And I'm trying to remember who replaced him. But Dan Ingram would come in and he would talk to me and he would say, hey, you should be doing voiceover. And he walked me into Don... Buckwald's office, I didn't even know what I was doing. I had no desire to do promo or anything. Uh, And so I wound up uh, not doing anything until many years later when I was on the wave and I was asked to audition to be the first woman in history to announce the Oscars. Wow. Just like that. Yeah. So I had this wonderful radio career where when I was at KMET in Los Angeles, that's when I started working for Hooked on Phonics. Now, Kevin, I know you remember that because (laughs) it was Hooked on Phonics commercials. We were playing somewhere in America every 30 seconds in the late 80s to early 90s. I remember those. (laughs) That was you, huh? (laughs) Get hooked on phonics. Call 1-800-ABCDEFG. Yes. (laughs) Bobby, I guarantee you that was around the time where this uh, young teenager was wondering, I wonder what that lady looks like. Looks like. Of course you did. But Bobby, they always always thought I was blonde like you. (laughs) You don't want to miss what's next. Making Waves returns momentarily. Hello, this is Tom Pinto, voice actor and coach. And whenever I'm done listening to myself, I listen to Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell, the hosts with the most. Bobby, you know, FullCompass.com is featuring a legendary microphone that has been improved. It is the Shure SM7DB. Now, it takes the legendary performance of the SM7B mic and improves it. How, you ask? By adding a built-in active preamp that removes the need for any additional hardware to make the most of the mic's capabilities. It also provides a flat, wide-range frequency response for clean, natural reproduction of music and speech. And it is so warm. This mic delivers warm, smooth audio for vocal and studio applications. It also has this convenient preamp bypass switch that allows the user to revert to their original SM7B performance. Pop, 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 pop. We hate the pops, Bobby. Ugh. It has a built-in pop filter that eliminates the need for add-on protection against breath sounds. And if that wasn't enough, it also features the internal air suspension shock isolation, and that eliminates that mechanical noise transmission you can get sometimes. You can check it out right now at fullcompass.com. And Bobby, also, would you indulge me a second? Would you log on to fullcompass.com? Okay. Now, let's go. You see uh, towards the top and just a little bit uh, towards the left, it says deals. Let's click that deals tab together. Ooh, deals. Now, we're going to get specific, Bobby. Let's look at search deals. Let's go to search deals and enter the word microphone. Gotcha. Let's search microphones. And there's going to be a ton of accessories right there that you can get. But if you scroll in, I did this search. um, You can filter it. And so I went low to high on the prices. Uh, A few pages in, you will see a legendary microphone on sale, the AKG C214 on sale for 50% off. Whoa. It's normally a $600 microphone. 
This is an amazing microphone. It's on sale right now for $2.99 at fullcompass.com. And if you don't know much about microphones, I don't, Kev does, but you're not sure a good mic for you, that's why they have these technicians that know about not only microphones, but any kind of audio equipment, and it's their support team. Call them at 800-356-5844, or just go to fullcompass.com for all the info. They know VO. And now back to Making Waves. Randy was the, uh, the uh, and still is, the imaging voice for the station I worked at for several decades, Warm 98 in Cincinnati, Kevin. Oh. Yeah. I'll be dang. And I've heard Randy across the country in my travels just like, oh, there's Randy on another station. There's Randy on another station. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Well, and not hardly, you know, hardly anymore because the radio imaging business is flooded with amazing women and... Uh, I think it's great. There are so many women out there doing radio imaging. And at the time when I started, it was, you know, kind of here and there occasionally. I think I got up to about 40 stations when I was uh, at my uh, biggest utilizing radio imaging, but now very few stations. Well, your daughter does voiceover. Has she gotten into radio imaging, Rachel? You know, it's thank you. Uh, Rachel Wall is my daughter. She is dabbling into a few things she her mainstay is commercials and that's what she books and that's what she's great at and she reads very young and she sounds young but she's at that age where her voice is actually maturing to where she wants to do promo and she can do barbie promo but also do you know more adult oriented stuff and live announce. And yes, radio imaging is something she'd love to do as well. So since she's a a younger, you know, younger voice, has she taught you anything? Because the trends have changed so much over the years. (laughs) I learned so much from them. that's a great question. You know, it's so funny because like, say she's reading for a promo or a live announce gig, I'll go into my Randy Thomas voice you know, and it'll be live from blah, blah. And then she'll do it and she'll go live from blah, blah. You know, it's she'll no matter how she doesn't let me give her a line read. She just ups her energy and then translates it into her speak. And that would be very appropriate for her demographic. Randy, we're going to get a uh, nightmare session story from you in just a little bit. It's typically a story uh, where we voice actors have experienced something that couldn't gone couldn't have gone more wrong. And uh, Randy's going to favor us with a story in just a little bit. Uh, could be from a live announce, could be from a, uh, a session. We'll find that out. But Randy, do you uh, where you are in your career right now? Do you experience pressure when you do sessions anymore? Well, I think within each voice actor or artist. Um, we all have a desire to not only be heard, but to be approved of, you know, and to do well. Mm. And so within that desire as an artist, there's always some nerves, right? There's always going to be some, I want to get this. I want to do this right. So I, but I also think that can serve you. Um, I don't look at nerves as nerves. I look at it as an excitement, um, an underlying energy that you can channel. Okay. So the answer is yes, you do still experience all that, and that's great. And it's don't you think that's important that we experience all that? Absolutely, because who would we be if we went into 
live announcing a show like the Oscars that uh, is truly a global award show and weren't nervous. Like, really? Um, I'm always astounded when I see the people finally, you know, after on show day where these actors are coming out. The first one that opens the show is it's always so nerve-wracking. And, and when I see these major actors walking out, no matter how nervous they are, and calming themselves and just being amazing, it it inspires you that, yeah, they're nervous and I'm nervous, but as soon as it's, you know, they point and they say, you, <laughs> go, <laughs> um, you just channel it into being as as perfect as you can at what you're trying to achieve there. Wow. Have you ever been starstruck by somebody? I know, because you can see the stage usually, right, when you're doing this? I see it on a teleport, you know, on the screen, just like everyone else. I don't get to see the other shots that the directors are looking at that they might take. I only see what's being projected on television. And so... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm introducing those people no matter what show I'm doing. There's a celebrity you're introducing. And uh, there's just this incredible energy in a live show at any level, whether you're broadcasting globally or you're possibly just recording for archival purposes. Everybody wants to do their best, be their best, have a great show. And that's why... The announcer is really just a cog in a huge wheel where if everyone is doing their job perfectly, it gets to be an amazing show. I I love on your website, I think you said something about it's been an honor to be a woman who accomplished many firsts. If If you had to choose one that was just like blew your mind as a, a female or or just getting a first, you know, generally, what what would you say it is? Mm. Well, um, because of, of what the job is, right, being placed in a room with a script, a microphone, headphones, you're looking at a screen and watching it live in the moment, um, it could be any of those shows, right? You take mm-hmm. each one seriously. Um, but of course, you know, it's Oscar who brought me to the dance of live and out. So it'll always be Oscar. Hey, this is international award-winning voice actor Krista Walrock, and you're listening to the Making Waves VO podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. And, and to follow up on Bobby's question a minute ago, is, are there any celebrities that, you know, you were starstruck by when you've done any of these oh, events? Yes. So that would take me back to the Oscars. In fact, it was my first Oscar, and it was in 1993. It was called Year of the Woman. And it's where we honored, it was the 65th, so there were 65 Academy Award winning women. So from the youngest to those who were still on the planet. And we had them seated in rows, and it was a beautiful moment on the show. But uh, Barbara Streisand, her manager, uh, sent me a cassette tape that said, the correct pronunciation is Barbara Streisand. <laughs> and I'm like, I know how to say her name. And so after the show, um, I was walking backstage and I saw her heading to the elevator surrounded by a 
throng of people. And I said, um, I said, Miss Streisand, and she turned and looked. I said, hi. I said, I was your announcer. And as she threw her whatever shawl she was wearing over her shoulder, she says, well, at least you got it right. <laughs> I was like, she knows who I am. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> How validating. That had to be a great feeling. Yeah. yeah. So that was being starstruck. I mean, um, they're there for their moment, you know, to uh, hang with their colleagues. And we all just get to kind of watch it. You know, it's like being in a special place where you see them amongst their own and you watch how they react with each other. And it's so cute because it's really just like how we would be if we saw each other at an award show. You know, we would sidle up to each other and be excited and be happy for each other. And uh, yeah. Or a voiceover conference, which I know that you've done a few and that's exactly yeah. how it feels. <laughs> there you go. I don't award people. That, that came out... Uh, a, f- a few years later than when I started mine. Um, I, uh, awards are nice. I think they're great. I think honoring people is is probably just as good. The competition, I see everybody in the voiceover world loves the competition. And I don't, I don't blame them because we're such solitary creatures. We live and work in a vacuum. We don't really get to, you know hang with each other. So if it's competition and an awards banquet of some sort that brings everyone together, um, so be it. You know, everybody gets a chance to cheer each other on and everyone gets their moment in the spotlight. And so I think that's healthy. It's it, every at the end of the day, don't we all just want connection? Oh, absolutely. Hang around. We'll be back shortly. This is the Making Waves VO podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. I'm Chris McCloy, and they didn't pay me a dime to say this. Why am I doing this for free? Hang on a sec. Talk to my agent. Full Compass is your one-stop destination for cutting-edge audio, video, and lighting solutions. With nearly 50 years of industry expertise, we offer a vast selection of high-quality equipment from microphones, recording interfaces, and software to audio accessories, monitors, headphones, and other pieces to help you find your ideal sound. Our trained product experts are here to help every step of the way with unmatched customer service. You'll also get free same-day shipping, flexible financing options, and a low-price guarantee. Visit us online at fullcompass.com or call 800-356-5844 today. Nightmare Sessions. My nightmare story. So my first, (laughs) early on in the Tonys, maybe it wasn't the first year, Uh, And I may have told this story, but I don't think, I don't know if you guys have heard it. But it was really funny because my mom, God bless her, she's still on the planet. She's turning 101 in November. But every year when I would do the Tony Awards or any live show, of course, right after the show, she'd be the first call that I make because she's my biggest fan and she would tell me what she thought and her excitement or whatever. And at one point, the Tonys we would do a pre-show on PBS for an hour where we would present certain awards 
from 7 to 8 p.m. And then at 8 p.m., we would disconnect from PBS and they would switch over and we would be live on CBS. And then that would be the official open to the Tonys. So we did that for a few years. But the first year, here I am at Radio City, where the announcer is placed up in one of the Rockettes' dressing rooms. And at the time, you can imagine what a Rockettes' dressing room looks like. You can fit three of them, four of them, in this dressing room. There's, it's all mirrors and, you know, those little chairs, and you have your personal mirror. And so none of the mirrors were covered, and they just had the announcer set up. And it was early on in my live announce career, so I wasn't thinking. And I did the PBS show, and I called my mom just between 8 p.m. and when we were going to go, you know, just as we were, before we went live with CBS. And I said, so, Mom, what would you think? And she was like, oh, dear, you sound terrible. It's like, what? <laughs> she said, it sounds so hollow and like you're you're in a basement. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I hung up the phone. I was right next to where all the the grips and, you know, just those people that are running things and taking care of things. And they were like one door over from me. And I went in panicked. And I, I needed blankets. No one was in the room. And I started grabbing blankets. And I had everyone in the production side grabbing blankets. And so they came in and they're helping me tape blankets up around the room uh, just as we were about to go live to CBS. And the show starts and we go live. At the end of the show, I called my mom. I said, so what did you think? She said, wow, you know, CBS, they have so much more money than PBS that that's why you sounded better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was blankets. (laughs) It was the truth. And I thought, oh, my gosh. So, of course, uh, I've definitely been called a diva along the way. When I was at the Oscars, we had to use the same potty as all the stagehands, and it was really gross. And I went to them and I said, please, can you give the announcer's truck a key? And I wasn't the only one. There were other people around that would use it. I said, can we just have our own potty with a lock? <laughs> I only heard a year after I, you know, they brought in another announcer the following year, and uh, it was referred to as the um, Randy Thomas Diva Potty. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And now all announcers get their own potty that, that go to the Oscars. They get a potty key and their own potty. And I would bring flowers and put it in the bathroom. I was so excited. <laughs> Way to be a potty trailblazer, Randy. There you go. I just want to be a trailblazer wherever I can. Exactly. Thank you, potties everywhere. <laughs> this is voice actor and voice acting coach Linda Bruno. And you're listening to the Making Waves VO podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. I heard it's really good. Speaking of trailblazing, what, 38 years of men doing the voice of Nightline, and then you get it. You, you actually wow. said at the beginning of the show to us that you may be called away at any moment. What's a, what's a typical week like as the voice of Nightline, Randy? Mm. Well, you know, I'm so thrilled. First of all, I'm, I believe I'm going on six years with uh, wow. Nightline. And most of the time, they just use my pre-recorded open. Um, there are nights when we go live, 
and we're doing a new entire show, like probably later this week, maybe, they'll need me to help them do an open for a special uh, nightline. Um, and since then, I've become the voice of GMA3, the third hour, which runs at noon I, here in L.A. I think it's everywhere at noon. And um, they tap me for their major political events and big events where we go live suddenly and, you know, have to talk to uh, America on the network. So, um, yeah, so that job has expanded and... I feel just really grateful and very at home being a part of ABC News. And Randy, you're doing coaching now. Um, we, we have listeners uh, from all uh, parts of their career listen to us. Uh, beginners, experienced, uh, old crusty veterans like me and Bobby. <laughs> and, and what kind of, uh, what, what coaching are you doing right now? And what can you offer to those that are listening? Uh, just a couple of nuggets of wisdom about uh, their career path. Mm. Well, thank you. Yes, I, you know, I've always coached, but I don't really advertise it or market it because I do have full days and I take very seriously the opportunity to help guide and, you know, uh, teach someone who's, who's, you know, creating, manifesting their career. So um, when someone calls me, I happily coach. People mostly... Uh, tap on me for um, live, like Stefan Johnson was just mm -hmm. booked for the Forbes 30 Under 30, and he really hadn't done live, so I prepared him for three days of being the VOG of a conference and uh, what that would entail for him, and just the technical side, the other parts of it and the questions to ask, the things to be ready for. So we trained for a couple of days and uh, he was very grateful. It's, it's, it's really rare when you get to coach someone at a mastery level and then that next day they are literally doing that job and can take everything that you poured into them and uh, utilize it. Man, he is flying high, isn't he? He is so incredible. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. I really liked him. Is there a uh, is there a particular genre? I mean, you do so many that you kind of wish that you could dip into and in voiceover, but haven't. Well, I don't really book commercials. I mean, I used to wish that I could do trailers, but now the trailer business. You know, I wanted to do trailers when Don was around, and we were doing those kinds of trailers where we literally told a story. But now trailers are so succinct and it's really just that end tag. Um, that's no longer on my, you know, uh, my vision map. Instead, it would be probably doing more commercials, um, maybe some cool long form narration. But I honestly love being uh, doing what I'm doing now, which is focusing more on news promo for ABC. Well, Randy, we certainly appreciate your time on the Making Waves video podcast. If somebody wanted to reach out to you for coaching or otherwise, where should they go? Ah, so my website, Randy Thomas, Randy with a Y, randythomasvo.com, is a good place to start. I actually do 15-minute, um, it's a very small charge if someone really just wants 
to get 15 minutes with me. Let me have you read something, assess where you are. I like to point people in the direction of where they should go. I charge um, a really good fee as a, a coach, and so when I'm coaching someone like Stefan, it makes sense. But to coach someone that's just starting out or coming up, there's no way that it would be worth it for them to pay an hourly fee with me. But I do know the great places they can go and, and ways they can get coached. And I, I sort of treat people's money as if it were mine, and I don't like spending it. So I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> frugal, and I try to, you know, usher people into those directions. Very cool. Excellent. Randy, we'll be listening for you on Nightline, and we appreciate, and other places and we appreciate your time thank you on the making waves veal podcast you're so kind i miss bobby i haven't seen her in a long time and it's lovely getting to know you i thank you both for your barrage of questions and i'm sorry we didn't have a chance to get each you know get to know each other better but i i thank you for inviting me on your podcast today oh our pleasure thanks so much all right take care wasn't randy thomas just Amazing. And the stories that like uh, how she is, you know, Randy Thomas, we're, we're kind of starstruck by her within our business, but she is starstruck. Like, you know, the Barbara Streisand story oh, yeah. was amazing yeah. and all the pressure she faces. And she but, has you know, just, just, just pe- made paths for women. That's unbelievable. And so appreciative of that. She's she's awesome. Oh, uh, Bobby. By the way, the Making Waves VO podcast presented by Full Compass. They know VO. Log on to fullcompass.com and uh, check out their deals page. A lot of great stuff going on. Uh, Bobby, um, so we we just wrapped up a second ago with Randy, and then we you know we we take a break as we typically do. And then while you were uh, off in the green room a second ago, I went ahead and did our exit interview <laughs> with Randy. Okay, um, and I just. I wanted you to be able to hear the playback because we're always worried about quality control here on the Making Waves Video podcast. And I just sent you the interview. Um, whenever you're ready, would you pull it up and, and let's just listen together, okay? okay? Randy, thanks again for being on the Making Waves Video podcast. We like to do little surveys after uh, with our guests to just uh, kind of gauge how their experience was. So, Randy, first first question is, what did you like most about the Making Waves VO podcast? Kevin. Oh, thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, uh, Follow-up. Um, who do you think is a better journalist or interviewer uh, between Bobby and I? Kevin. Well, thank you. That's so great. Um, don't worry, I'm not going to share these with Bobby, you know, unless it comes down to it. Uh, obviously. But it, between Bobby and I, who has more likability factor on the Making Waves VO podcast? Kevin. Oh, oh Randy, thanks so much. You, you don't know how much this means to me. And one final question, Randy. By the way, you're great. Uh, who do you think panders more on the Making Waves VO podcast? Kevin. You make- <laughs> <laughs> you're such a suck up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, we're just worried about quality control here, Bobby. So, yeah. you know, it, it's important that we make sure that we're on point and, and all that good stuff. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Did it, it boost your confidence, bud? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was so thinking about the bratty little brother as I was putting that together. I was like, I am such the bratty little brother to Bobby. <laughs> That's right. What are you, aren't you one of four brothers anyway? I am. I'm the youngest of four boys. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I got I got that in spades. Oh goodness, got it honest. Yeah, but uh, Randy, uh, just uh, so great, and uh, cannot wait till the next episode, Bobby. Um, we've got a great guest with Dan Nocktrob. He'll be joining us on the Making Ways VO podcast. Uh, you want to tease that a little bit? Yeah, actually, I, I knew Dan long before I think either of us started VO, so it's it's pretty cool to interview and him and hear his stories and how far he has come. And uh, guy's so talented. I mean, that's, that's about all I can say. He's just so super talented. Awesome. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. The Making Waves VO Podcast is produced by K2 Media Productions with hosts Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Sound design and editing by Jason Traver. Production assistance by Lacey Deleen. Publicity and social media by Shannon Scott and Silas Phillips. Be sure to subscribe to the Making Waves VO Podcast on your favorite platform. For all episodes, merchandise, gear, and more, visit makingwavesvo.com. Until next time, I'm AJ McKay. Keep making waves.